Uh-huh. I love that our show started a bit before our show. <laughs> Happy New Year! Oh, yeah, yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. It's uh, it's a new year. It's a new... No, it's the same season, but it's the new year. Yeah. Still season two. Um, but Still winter. It, 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 it's a little, <laughs> a little nipply out there today. So, look, uh, we have a Christmas gift that we've been sitting on for like two weeks. So just to get us out of the holidays and into the new year, we're just, we, we got to start it with that. I have it right here. Oh, okay. You're looking around the studio like, what's going on? I am. I'm like, where'd it go? So we know who it's from because, uh, A, who's going to send us a Christmas gift? Well, it only lives. And B, uh, she has her own return labels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at that. I don't have my own return labels. I have the ones that they send you for free. Like if you Wait, make when a- you get a checkbook? No, no, no. When they oh. make, when you make a donation to like animal welfare, they send you ones that have like a picture of a dog and a cat, and they oh. say, "Hey, look, give us another donation. We made these for you." <laughs> and uh, so I have those. But yeah, hers says, "Hi there, hi there." That's it. It reminds me of remember that movie Fern Gully? Yeah, yeah, I remember Fern Gully. Right, Fern Gully has. I don't remember what happened in Fern Gully. I remember that Fern Gully exists. Well, the fact that that was the first time that Robin Williams got onto a. Uh, a cartoon, right? It's the first time we heard him be a cartoon. Okay. He was the bat that had been the lab bat that got out. Again, I remember nothing about the plot line of Frank. Anyway, the fairies that he finds himself among, he can't believe there's fairies. They can't believe that he's been around humans, that humans are real. That's an actual thing. <laughs> Stupid <laughs> says, fairies. Of course they are. <laughs> the high there reminds me of his comment of saying there it's something about they're women with large bottoms that walk around and say, hi, Helen. That was the joke. That was the, oh, hi, Helen. So when I see, hi there, that's what I think of. Sorry. So uh, here's the card. We have a card of Liz. Uh, looks like she's making love to a bottle of Maker's Mark. Oh, goodness. It's uh, definitely Maker's Mark. It's, it's, I think it's just a smooch. Uh-huh. Um, What's it say? What's it say the on fr- there? The front says, oh, what fun. And that fun has her with uh, Loki from uh, well, Tom Hiddleston. Is that that one? Is he Loki? And another one with Paul Rudd. Picture of her in the mud from the mud run at Harry Why Brook. Paul Rudd? Why? Oh, He's Ant-Man. She loves Marvel. I know, but I mean, I guess Paul Rudd. She's taken a lot of – she takes a lot of pictures. She goes to conventions a lot. She takes a lot of pictures with celebrities. Why Paul Rudd? Why don't you put – I know she's met several Star Trek and Star Wars people on there. Put them on. She went Marvel. I haven't talked about Ant-Man. She went Marvel. Eh? This card isn't made for us. This card is <laughs> in general card. Okay, true. The back says uh, – oh, it's a lot. It's an honor of people and it's all serious. So, hey, she kisses a bottle of Maker's Mark. There That's you great. go. She sent it along with some stamped envelopes as well, so – I Interesting. Think, yeah, I think we're gonna have to use these to send like. Uh, Is that part some of the of gift? Users, I, I I think it says on on the back here what they're for in honor of her aunt Linda, an avid writer. I've enclosed two pre-stamped envelopes. Please use them to reach out to friends and loved ones this holiday season. Okay, again, this wasn't for us. So, what we're going to do <laughs> with these envelopes is, uh, I don't know, we should send something to some of our listeners with these envelopes that Liz paid for. Paid for by Liz. Yeah, thanks, Liz. And we can send these to anyone. So, how, how about someone uh, private message us their address and we'll send something. Oh, good idea. Okay. Yeah. So uh, DM us, private message, whatever, Twitter, Facebook. 
send us your address and we'll send the first four addresses a little uh, a little treat treat a little gift something but anyway a nifty we, gifty a nifty gifty we have this we have a gift though she we actually do. left us and it's very well wrapped in brown paper yeah i can this this reminds me of like when you used to have to wrap your book in brown paper bags right when you were in elementary school you know i just thought of that the other day that was all through high school for me by the way yeah um wrapping your book and i had a brown bag from going to the grocery store uh-huh. because i don't bring reusable bags i yeah. just never think of it so I, I think by the time i hit high school i stopped caring Oh, okay. I is see. what it was. Because they made you wrap them because they were like, oh, we're going to have these books for 10 years. Yeah. Now uh, there's a new edition every year, and it's digital. What I love they is – They should just give every kid an iPad. It was a blank canvas for you to draw stuff on. That's what yes, I loved. Yes. That was the coolest part. So you'd have different sports teams or you'd put like – for some reason – oh, this is also the time I was in. The music I was listening to was uh-huh. more uh, – it was like Sign of Anarchy, all that stuff would be on your book. And be like, they'd look at me and go – Aren't you part of the Young Republicans and you've got an anarchy, anarchy logo? symbol. Like, shut up. It's cool. <laughs> I like the music. Um, I remember I once got in trouble for drawing boobies. Oh, <laughs> well, I can see that. It was for the growth and development class. <laughs> and I'm like, here's boobies. <laughs> Sixth grade Mike, what do you All expect? Right. All right, so open this up. Oh, okay. Oh, we open up the, okay, the so brown that- paper and it's a wrapped. Oh, there's two wrapped gifts. Oh, okay. There's that makes two sense. in here. I was going to say because, oh. so One the, in Santa wrapping and one in Marvel wrapping. Which I'm assuming yours is the Santa wrapped one. It says to Santa from Liz. There you go. Good assumption. Okay. Uh, you let's go see, first. Hold on. maybe Let's see the other one. Make sure that's for you. It might be able to both be for me. This is addressed to Mike Fu Media. So this is, oh. this is to the, the company. This is to the studio Interesting. here. All right. Well, mine is to Santa who's not here, but I'll, I'll open it for him. Why don't you open yours at the same time, and we can turn them around. Okay, what do you got? Oh, goodness. Uh Uh-huh. This is a sassy picture. Of? It says, Billy, don't lose this one, charisma. Oh. Oh. It's a large photograph. Don't lose this one. Well, see, we mentioned it once before that when I was in my younger days... And collecting autographs and that kind of thing. I had an autograph from Charisma Carpenter. Oh, this is the one. Yeah. Oh. And uh, she was a, in your younger days. In my younger days, she still looks fantastic. And I'm is sure that, is that her today? I, who knows? What did she look like in your younger days? Oh, she was gorgeous. She was on Angel and all these shows. She was a beautiful woman. Uh, thank you, Liz. That's very nice of you. All right. So now I'm assuming that mine's going to be an autograph as well. You I'm don't assuming know. it's a Star Trek autograph. Uh, that's a good guess. But are you one of those people that guesses your presents before you open them? <laughs> I was way wrong. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hi Mike, hi Mo. <laughs> Signs Pee Wee Herman. Your pal, Pee Wee. Oh, Herman. that's amazing. I'm told this is going up on the wall that's here in the studio. That's hysterical. Now, since it was addressed to Mike Media, I'm going to have to open this up, get some acetate and take your name off no, of it. No, you will not. Absolutely. This is a tribute uh, to our show. This is great. Done at Mike Media. Fine, but when we need to have the fire sale to be able to pay for stuff, we need we'll, we'll take them rubbing alcohol, take the inscriptions off and then put it up there. All right, Paul Rubens in the house. He signed it, Paul Rubens, and inscribed Pee Wee Herman. That's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. That's pre- that's going up in the studio right here. <laughs> that's hysterical. 
That's good stuff. Awesome. Okay. So, all right. Uh, thank you. Thanks, Liz. That was very kind. This is yeah, very kind. Very unexpected. Very unnecessary. And knowing how those uh, those shows work that she goes to, that that's some time in that gift. She had to wait in line and then pay for those things. Yeah. She probably had to wait for an hour plus for for charisma and maybe 15, 20 minutes for Pee Wee. I mean, all that's right. impressive. That's so. So while we wrap up the Liz portion of the show, I'm assuming yeah that she has a call. All right, let's see. We have three lights blinking. Blinkity blink blink. Blinkity blink. So uh, I'm hoping that this is hers. Let's let's try it out. Hey guys, Dave here. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is the Liz portion. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. This is the Liz portion. We'll get to you in a second, Dave. <laughs> Hello, boys. It's there she Liz. is. I'm filling out my Christmas cards, and I just got to yours. Well, I guess we haven't heard this in a while. <laughs> It's been a while since we've been on the air. I have a question, though. Um, when is there going to be bars, though, with Mike and Mo merch? Like tote bags mm, and beer mugs and shot glasses and, you know, like golf balls that you could use at the uh, Candlewood Valley Country Club. Bring your friends. Bring your coworkers. <laughs> place a bet and lose a lot of money because you are overconfident in your golf game. What? what? No, I, I suck Candle at golf. Valley Country Club. Best darn country club around. <laughs> She's still going. <laughs> Is that it? That's it. <laughs> and she just goes. And she's done. That's oh, great. Liz on fire to start the show. Look at well, this. Well, you know, so first off, thanks for the plug. Uh, thanks always for great to hear. Liz. Um, so kind of go backwards with it. So she asked when we're going to have uh, merch. Good would segue. You, would you like to address this? Good segue. Um, yeah. So uh, it was kind of a, a gift to me. Mo comes in and he says, I spent $100 on the show. And my first, my first response was, why? <laughs> so I was like, well, you just spend money on this? Um, no, we, uh, we have a new logo for season two. Yeah. Uh, because technically season one's logo is illegal for us to sell. Well, we didn't have to talk about that. Totally. Well, we didn't sell it, so it's, it's perfectly fine. Okay, yeah. Because it was right. a Bitmoji. Right. is what we use, right? And, and Bitmoji doesn't like that use. Yeah, you can't sell their stuff. thing. Yeah. So we had a illustrator. What was his name? Austin. Austin. Yeah. His his name and his voice are completely different. Very different, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't sound like an Austin. Um, but so Austin uh, drew up this uh, this new cartoony uh, logo for us, which uh, I guess you've already seen if you clicked on the show. Right. Because the logo is now on right on the things. Kind of cool. On the socials and on the, the, the podcast apps. Kind of nifty. Kind of nifty. Kind of neat. So, uh, yeah, I guess next step, now that we actually have a legal logo. Yeah, it's that's ours. ours. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd love to do some, some shirts, maybe some, shirt? uh, maybe some mugs or, or – she said shot glasses. That's a maybe. So there's two ways around this. One, we can go to one of those sites that kind of produce and ship and do it all and gives us 15%. Squad Locker. Squad Locker. Yeah, or, yeah Custom Ink. You know. Yeah, you and I both have used that. Yeah. And it yeah. works. Um, or we can – Buy the stuff ourselves and have all this inventory and right. make sit on inventory money. and and you know both of you listening to the show right yeah. now can buy something yeah to oh support the show we should get to Dave's call so maybe he actually listens and buys maybe we'll say stuff. well hey look we'll be, we'll that, nice thank you Liz it was uh, it was wonderful nice gifts uh, I love I'm, I'm looking now he has the I got the Pee Wee over pee- my shoulder hi Mike hi Mo <laughs> the laugh A plus. Yeah. The voice, it's B minus, to... maybe C plus. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Voice, not good. <laughs> that, that, that is spot on. Thanks, man. That's spot on. All right. Use that throughout. Ah! 
<laughs> He's just staring me down. I, no, 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 it's not. <laughs> I, I can't get it. It's no, right. no. At my at my job at the uh, at the park, uh-huh. we have a chair that looks like cherry from oh from, from Pee-wee's Pee-wee Playhouse. Yeah. yeah, it looks just like it. I'll show it to you next time I pick up the cushion. I, I always like just pick it up and start talking with it, <laughs> and people start cracking up. So like that that looks just like him. <laughs> hey guys. Dave here. Hi, Dave. I feel I must respond to uh, Billy's question to me regarding a customer or a business phone call. We're back to this. At a 10 p.m. at night. And I think the first thing that needs to be said is that I live my life, as most of us do nowadays, in about 140 characters. So if you can't fit what you need to say in a text, a building must be on fire for you to actually call me. Because I will automatically be irritated when I pick up my phone. Because all right, I'm irritated by picking up my phone today. Well, that, that, that was. <laughs> Hold on, I'm I'm irritated by the fact that you have to live in 140 characters. Uh, if you work in any kind of business where you deal with people, which is business, <laughs> your voice becomes fairly important. Buy my shit, sign Dave. For <laughs> right, like, have you ever had a client you've worked with where you didn't talk to them and and have a personal connection with? I mean. In some way, you have to. I've had clients that I didn't want to talk to, right. but we I still talk to them. We all have. Yeah. All right. We'll finish up your call because I want you to buy a shirt, so I'll give you all the airtime. <laughs> so on that side, I tend to agree with Billy that yes. All right, I'm stopping it again right there. No, you don't. You were just you. You just spent 30 seconds being like, uh, oh. I don't agree with Bill, but I agree with Billy. So here uh, we go. Moving yeah. on. Keep uh-huh. it on. A phone call after 9 p.m. is 100 percent unacceptable. Okay, fair. Yes. Um, another thing I wanted to run by you guys, one of my personal pet peeves, is the uh, the way people now, when you ask them, hey, you know, I want to order lunch, you know, you want me to order you, uh, you know, a chicken sandwich? No, I can't eat chicken. I'm a pescatarian. Or, what? No, I can't eat that. I'm a vegetarian. Or no, I can't eat that. I'm on keto. No, I'm not. I didn't ask for your nutritional outlook. Ooh. I didn't ask for exactly what you eat or what you don't eat. I just said, do you want a sandwich? That's it. <laughs> you can say no. That's fine. That's okay. Okay. So I completely get where you're coming from here. Yeah. I completely... Oh, it stopped. There's still 15 seconds left. Oh, okay. It just stopped. Let, my him, phone, let him finish. My phone went to sleep because it's such a long damn call. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm nitpicking, but it's really annoying because I, I know one thing's for sure. Everybody in this world, they're all eating something or we'd all be dead. I don't need to know exactly everything you're eating. <laughs> He sounds like Seinfeld. Happy holidays, guys. Happy holidays. I don't need to know. I don't need to know. What everyone's eating. What's the deal with pescatarianism? (laughs) You say you're a vegetarian, but you're going to eat the fish. Just call yourself. uh, Well, I guess you call yourself a pescatarian. But I'm kind of on the same wavelength with him that everyone, uh, whether it's a fad diet or a legit diet, it's like, yeah, I don't need to know the entire story. Just tell me what you want to eat. I get that with him. Catering is a wonderful thing. It is. It's Just bring in thing. trays, put it out. You don't like it, go somewhere else. There's a pasta. There's a chicken. There's a fish. There's a salad. There's a couple of sides. And there's a cookie. There's yeah. always a cookie plate. I love it. It's got to be the cookie plate. plate. Oh, or a cannoli yes, plate. We get those once in a while. That's, cannoli oh, plate. There yeah. you go. I, I did a um, – there was a documentary that I was working on a few months ago down in – it was in a, a studio in, in Astoria, Queens. And the catering – We maybe had like 30-some-odd people on the crew. Yeah. The catering was just out of this world. Right. They had – there was Thai and Italian and like five kinds of desserts – and there was breakfast beforehand. Wow. It was amazing. It was like a 10-hour shoot. It was so – it was great. The the one thing that I love about the film unions – 
are the the food they they the they food go all out. Yeah. Oh my god! Well, not uh, by contract. You got to feed these people, right? Right. I mean, that's why in film school, uh, when you have no money, you start with, "Well, we'll feed you." That's always the first currency. Right. The first thing I was ever paid was a meal, meal and credit. Great. I would laugh now if you came with uh, meal and credit to me. If I bring the right food, you'd do something for me. No. That sounded awful. No. Yeah. Um, it I would have say- to be like it would have to be um, fugu. You bring me fugu. Okay. Oh, you know fugu. No. The uh, the blowfish. Oh. Yeah. Good lord. Bring me some fugu. I ain't, I'm not doing that. I, I will say we do the same thing in Hartford, where there is a cafeteria. You're welcome to go get food when you want. Okay. But each caucus provides food, and we pay for our own food. That's not tax dollars. We buy our own food as a caucus, and uh, we'll put out lunch. We put out, and, and if we're, that's always the question. Are we going late? Is, we don't know because you don't know some days if you're going to be done at 2 o'clock in the afternoon or if you're going to be done at 10 o'clock at night. You're just kind of rolling. So you got to get that food there so, for 3 o'clock well, every time. that's the time. question is, is, did the dinner already get placed? Oh, yeah, it got placed. All right, we're here for dinner. And then we just kind of cross our fingers and hope for tacos. Oh, the tacos are good up there. Love the tacos. Okay, what? Where, where do they come or, from? Do they? All, does all the catering come from the cafeteria? No, there? no, they order, no, out. no order out. Good. Yeah. Okay, okay. Or we get like Jays. I love Jays and Hartford. Shout out to Jays in Hartford who has the best. Oh my God, the salads and steaks and chicken and shrimp that they bring. Oh, it's amazing. Would, do you ever get Bears Barbecue delivered yes, up there? Bears yes. is a good barbecue joint. It's yeah. not my favorite in the state. Haven't I, had I, Bears I, in a while. It might be top five, but it's, it's not my it's favorite. It's good. It's good. Um, People up in Hartford act like it's the bee's knees. It is in Hartford. I guess it is. In the city of Hartford, it's yeah. the best you're going to find. But uh, it's pricey for what it is. Not Sorry, sorry, Bears. But uh, You know, barbecue is always extremely expensive yeah. for what it is, right? Yeah. Especially considering. Well, there's time involved in that, and that's the difference. Yeah, it, well, I was just going to get to that. Yeah. There's time involved, but it's passive time. You, mm-hmm. you take the meat, you rub it, <laughs> you put it in the smoker, and you, you walk it. away for a day, yep. and you come back, and it's done. So it's a lot of passive time. Right, but it is it is time that machine has to be on the whole time. Yeah, you know, like it does take a little more prep. Okay, so now riddle me yeah. this: Batman. when I order, uh, you know, a side Batman. of Batman, I'm cutting that out of the show. <gasps> let me finish. Stop interrupting me. You always interrupt me with these stupid Batmans. Batman. Let me fi- <laughs> let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish a thought. Bruce Wayne. So. <laughs> Uh, wait, did you lose your thought? No, I have my thought, but I'm just I'm just sitting here like, why is this so funny to you? Because <laughs> you're getting so angry. Why is this so funny? Well, you, you always interrupt. Let me finish oh. a thought. Let me finish a thought. I'm sorry. So. Batman. There it is. Okay, I was waiting for it. Um, so you get a side dish. We're still talking about barbecue. You get a yeah. side dish. I want a side of mac and cheese. Okay, five bucks. It comes yeah. with like a little, like yeah. a cup, like a little plastic cup. They always kill you on the mac yeah. and cheese. It's yeah, like yeah. the same cup that you get, you know, the the, the brown dipping sauce with, <laughs> with fried wontons or dumplings yeah. at the China. It's like that small cup. It's like five bucks for that amount of collard greens. I'm like, no, no, no. The sides... You overpay on the sides. And they're always a la carte, these barbecue places, too. No, there's a place over – we've talked about this off the air, I think. I don't know if we've talked about it on the air. Um, in uh, in New York that I go to, uh, Big W's. Oh, I know Big Dubs. Love yeah. me some Big W's. And, and they use the vinegar-style uh, barbecue sauce, which I love. That's the Carolina style. It is the Carolina style, yep. yeah. They also do cabbage. Their cabbage is off the charts good. I just had the most amazing cabbage on New Year's Day. Really? Yeah. It went to uh, our friend Tara's mother's yeah, house. Yeah. She made this cabbage. It was, sure. And I'm like, what is in this? She goes, vinegar and sugar. 
Wow. And then you cook it. Wow. And I was like, how is it so good with two ingredients? I'm Hungarian. Three, including the cabbage. Cabbage is like the staple of our whole diet for yeah. Hungarian food. Yeah. And my God, he big W. Shout out to Dubs, man. Dubs is good. He makes great cabbage and that corn pudding. Corn pudding, oh. yes. 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 I love whenever Heaven. I get barbecue, I always get a bread pudding. That's yeah. my dessert. Okay. That's yeah, my yeah. barbecue dessert. Like if Nothing I, wrong with that. If I go to like a fine steakhouse, I'm not getting that. That's a cheesecake is the dessert. Thing, right. Right. right? Uh, you go to Italian, you get the tiramisu. Right. Or cannoli. Cannoli right. is acceptable cannoli. there. Absolutely. You go barbecue, you get the bread pudding. Oh, it's so good. A la mode. Oh. Now, apple crisp, peach cobbler, that's acceptable, acceptable. as well. It's sure. acceptable as I've well. I've never seen it at Dubs, though. No, I'm just saying in in, yeah. in a barbecue that corn pudding yeah. is is enough of a dessert. You know, that's a side. Oh, it's oh like yeah, a dessert. It's oh yeah, it's very very sweet. Yeah, yeah. you go to you go to uh, uh, Asian food, the fried ice cream, or yolk balls. Well, the yeah. yolk, the yolk, the yolk bun is a different thing. Yolk bun is technically an appetizer. They call them yolk balls over here. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. No, yeah, ses- grab the, your menu. Those are sesame balls. No, yolk balls. All right, you want to bet? Yeah. All right, we're going to bet one order of yolk bun or yolk balls. Okay. If it's yolk buns, you've got to buy them. Okay. If it's yolk balls, I'll buy them. Done. Okay, I'm going to go get the menu. Okay. Talk amongst yourselves. The part is I really don't care if it is or not. I just want to have some. I don't care if I'm right or wrong if I'm buying or he's buying. I just want to have some yolk treats because they're amazing. So good. Hey, Mike. So did you find the menu? Here you go. I'm sure he just tossed me the menu, but I'm sure he read it before he did. No, I just know I'm right already. You lost. I lost. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm getting some yolk buns in, uh, when do they open? 11 o'clock? Uh, okay. All right. We're placing that order. I'm going to have to push back my 11 o'clock meeting so I can get some of these uh, yolk buns. All right. Next call. I'm wrong. We need to change the subject now. <laughs> I don't care. Hey, Mike and Mo. All right. What are some weird holiday traditions you guys do that? You guys find totally and completely normal, but the rest of the world thinks it's really weird. Good question. Okay. So, A, I don't know who you are. B, you yeah. need a throat lozenge, it sounds like. <laughs> well, hey, thanks for the call. Who, that's, a, anon- that's a nice way to treat our new out-of-the-blue caller. Anonymous. Do you know who that is? No. Oh. No idea. So I should. Okay, I thought you were going to be like, "That's my friend." So I I'm sure it. it is our friend. Okay, so let me. Anyone try who listens to the show is our friend. <laughs> so we could think that's really dickish to be like, "That's just my voice." Well, that's Mike. Jesus gave me that voice. <laughs> okay. Do you really not know who that is? No. Oh, okay, no. Then no, we're going to keep this. Upset. All right, this show's going. So she, who, didn't, she didn't announce herself. Yeah. So. All right. So who is that? Until she says who she is, I don't know who <laughs> she is. My best holiday tradition is taking a, a, a throat lozenge because I always get a sore throat. <laughs> and you may think that's a weird response, but uh, yeah, it's it's it, it's quite evident we've been sitting on these calls for a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We well, <laughs> so look, we haven't been uh, yet. We haven't been uh, in the studio much, so it's a busy time when Santa Claus uh, takes over your life, and then Santa Claus gets sick. Right after Christmas, and yep. uh, and your whole household got sick. And, oh yeah, and it, it was just an awful thing going around. But anyway, yeah. there's your holiday tradition. We get the flu <laughs> on on December 26th every single time. <laughs> Man, it's it's funny. It's like your body shuts down and tells you, you know what, you made it through. Uh-huh. Now I own you. Here's payback for all yeah. of those cookies and all those kids sitting in your lap sneezing and snot drooling. Yeah, that's that's a payback. Is that your holiday tradition? Getting why sick you on start? December 26th. Why don't you start? Oh, a holiday tradition that I think is normal, but other people would think is weird. Hey, if I think it's normal, how will I? How will I know? Like, well, I mean, other people would have been like, "Wow, you do that." 
you know? I don't know. For me, um, I still go to my parents' house. Um, How abnormal. You know. <laughs> How uh, weird of you going to your but, parents' house you know, on I went to Christmas. My, went to my sister's this year. Um, <laughs> we have a, a, a big meal. Um, I get to hang out with my nephews. Like, I don't know. I don't see a lot of it being. Oh, that's your holiday tradition. You beat the shit out of your nephew in Madden. I did. And you, 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 you gloat. I and do. you're like, I will beat the hell out of this child. I do. That's some people could think that's a weird tradition. He's, he's not. It's not like he's five. He's true. He's in high school, true. and he goes by his cousin, who couldn't beat me until he was about 18 years old, uh-huh. and finally beat me in Madden when he was 18. Uh-huh. Um, but so he keeps. He talks a lot of smack. The kid just keeps talking smack. He's gonna beat me and blah 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 blah. It was kind of like you talking smack to me before yeah. we played. Yeah, and then you were just like. Shit, yeah, Mike's I got Mike's beat. Kind of good at this. I game. got beat. Yeah. I used I'll to do the it. same thing to um, my wife's nephew. I guess now my nephew. Yeah, right. Sure. Uh, Logan, shout out Logan. Uh, the first like time I went to Ohio, he was young. He was maybe like seven, mm-hmm. give or take. No, six. I guess. Yeah, that was that was a decade ago. Is when I went. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, maybe seven. I don't know. How old are you, Logan? I think you're seventeen now. I don't know. Irrelevant to the story. Irrelevant. Um, I don't even think he listens to the show. If he does, hey. <laughs> um, <laughs> the he had a PS2, and uh, okay, it wasn't Madden. It was, and it wasn't Blitz. It was another football game. No, it was. Um, remember when ESPN used to have video games? Yes. Yeah, it was one of those. The old 2K right. ESPN. Vi- yeah, I was just, I was just, I, tr- I tried to use the game to teach him football. Okay. It just resulted in me destroying him. <laughs> and at first I was like, learn to control the game. You know how you learn how to play Poor the kid. game? You run it every single time. And you learn how to run it. And then you start to pass it. And right. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess it's kind of tough for a six, seven-year-old to kind of learn how to play the I'm video like, game No, football. touchdown. No, yeah, touchdown. It was a little different because when we learned how to play football games, that was like tech mobile, right? There's two yeah. buttons, right? There's A and B. Right. right, and then if you got really advanced and you had Sega, yeah. A B, Sega C, yeah, and then SNES A B X Y. Keep adding buttons and it becomes crazy. Yeah, but they actually introduced the triggers as well. But yeah, and now SNES far far superior to Sega Genesis. Now I'm there's eight buttons and two tackle switches. I mean, it's it's a it's a thing to have to learn how to utilize everything without thinking about it. Yeah. Anyway, as far as traditions go, <laughs> one of the well, I'll, I'll say this. This is something we had growing up in my house that was a little bit different than some people. Okay. When you uh, unwrap a present and you have that wrapping paper, uh-huh. um, the rule in our family was throw it at dad. Like you make a ball and you throw it and try to hit him in the chest with it. Uh, yeah, I hear you crumpling that up. So we would throw it at him, and then eventually dad would get a bag and be like, hey, throw it in the bag, like basketball. Uh-huh. And we'd just throw it right in dad's chest. <laughs> it's always the thing, try to hit dad with a ball. That's what um, you got to do. And he got Tradition! That- he just hit me right in the face. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Tradition! Tradition! <laughs> That's a different show. Callback. Yep. So we would do that. Different my, holiday as well. Yeah. And my father would, uh, every year, and he still does this, he thinks it's the funniest thing on the planet. Okay. He takes a present and wraps it super tight with like packing tape and the whole thing, and then wraps it and wraps it and wraps it. And wraps it. Next thing you know, it's in like a... Like a five by five box that you get brought out and he puts in front of you. Wait, so it's like, is it like a Russian doll with a bunch of boxes inside boxes? Yes. So it's a box inside a box inside a box inside a box. And he keeps going. He spends a month and a half 
Right, and it'll be like a Rubik's Cube keychain. Like, it'll be something so dumb inside that you don't need. <laughs> he just loves it. But, and he giggles, but in the back of your mind, though, you're thinking the like. Entire time. In the back of the mind, you're thinking like, it may be the keys to a car. Like, you don't know what's you in know, there. The first time, you have no idea. Yeah. And then the second time, you're like, maybe he changed his mind. When 30 years goes by, mm-hmm. you go, yeah, it's going to be something stupid. And he laughs. But what if next year it's like the keys to his new car? He just got a new car. No, it won't be. He. <laughs> <laughs> He thinks it's the funniest thing in the world to – and he picks someone to do it to every year. It'll be me one year, my brother the next year, my nephew the next year. Then it'll be me, then me, then me. Then He loves picking on me with it. Yeah. The best one we ever did oh, was – You're an easy target. My sister's ex-husband. Whoa. There seems to be an emergency. Do we have to leave? I don't know. This is on your phone. I apparently am not privy to said emergency. Oh, this is very important. Uh-huh. Snow squall warning <laughs> at 10.45. Dear God, what setting do you have your phone on that is like, Sudden it's going to snow! <laughs> A little. Suddenly! <laughs> and without warning except for this one! <laughs> Dear I had no idea. I've never God. seen that come up before. That I was, was crazy. Ex- I was expecting it was going to be like Amber Alert. I know. Yeah. 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 See, my my phone's the one plugged in for the voicemail. That you totally missed me. I hit the, you, you the tr- thing in front you, of your you face. I tried throwing the paper back at me, and, and it hit hit the <laughs> hit the screen in front of his <laughs> this microphone. Is, this is why you pitch underhand in softball, buddy. Shut up. Uh, yeah, that was that was an intense warning for a snow. Sw- I thought it was right? Amber Alert. Yeah. I thought it was Iran just launched a bunch of missiles at us. Let's not get political. I thought that's not political. That's scary. <laughs> I was like, uh, what's happening? The earth is ending. Jesus just came up. Or Satan. Somebody just... I don't no. think Jesus would use, would use uh, a device. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If if the second coming happened, yeah. I think I think Jesus would go... Uh, the, the phone would reach, go off. I can reach the most people this I, way. I think the phone would go off. So anyway... <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> I'm in Nebraska. Everyone come to me. <laughs> beep. I put my face on toast in Ohio. <laughs> Come look. <laughs> anyway, let's get past this whole thing. All, All right, right we're su- good. the tsunami warning is over. Uh, any other traditions? I can't think of any on my own. No, I mean that's well. That was- I, 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 maybe a weird tradition for me. We go over our neighbor's house for Christmas dinner, but we're Jewish. Okay, and we celebrate Christmas. Ha. Huh. Yeah. It's not a Christian holiday anymore, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Never was. You can you can turn it to whatever you like, whatever I'm, works for you. I'm I mean, all for that. Yeah. It, it, uh, it, to me, it's about prime rib and getting gifts mm-hmm. from people when yeah. it's not my time to get <laughs> gifts from people. Well, I think um, I, I'm always one for sharing my like, – like this is where people get all upset where you have to say happy holidays and all this stuff. No one gets upset about that. The only the, all right, that's so, one of my biggest that's one of my biggest pet peeves. She asked about pet peeves. It's people who are like, "You can't say Merry Christmas anymore." And then it's just like, "Uh, actually, there is no war on Christmas." Sorry. So it's not a thing. So for me, you made it up. It would be like you coming up to me during Hanukkah and saying Happy Hanukkah. I wouldn't be offended okay. by that. I'm like, thank you. That's I say wonderful. Merry Christmas to people. When I was working at a liquor store and it was like, I need a Christmas gift. I would say Merry Christmas. I say Merry Christmas to people all the time. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with saying Merry Christmas. Yeah, and and look, especially for a guy who is Santa Claus. But no one thinks there's Merry something Christmas. wrong with it. That's the thing. No one thinks there's anything. But wrong Some with people it. do, or they, no, make, they make a big don't. thing no, about it. No, they don't. The only people who, the I only think, people who are like uh, offended in the entire situation are the people who made up something that doesn't happen. So I 
love when someone says happy Hanukkah to me. You're sharing your holiday with me. You're sharing your holiday spirit and, and joy Absolutely. with me. Absolutely. I love that. If yeah. someone were to come up to me and say happy Kwanzaa, I'm, thank you. That's yeah. wonderful. I wish a happy Ash Wednesday every year. And and It's the happiest right? of the holidays. <laughs> like you got a little cut on you. <laughs> Let me get that. You little, got a little schmutz. A little spit. And we oh, get my that God. The you? first time I ever saw that, like when I was a little kid, I, yeah. and I didn't understand what was going on. Because when you're a little Jewish kid, you don't understand. Right. And it's just like uh, you got a little schmutz up there. <laughs> And the guy just, I will never forget though. I don't even remember who it was, but yeah. it was an elderly man. Oh. And he just gave me that look like um, he was trying to send me to hell at that point in sure, time. Like, sure. Like with his gaze. Do I have any pull? Send this little Jewish boy <laughs> straight to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, that was good. Those are good calls. So speaking of old people, I'm sorry to do this to you. And don't. you're lucky that people can't see you right now because it's don't. audio media. You have two eyebrow hairs that are just really long I in opposite directions right you. now. I get the I get a, a very long eyebrow hair too. Okay, there you go. Yeah. He just uh, he smoothed them out. Um is that <laughs> riddle me this again. We're we're riddling. Batman. Is it uh is it wrong to pull out a really long eyebrow hair in public? No. Eyebrow hair. Eyebrow hair is fine. It, Nose right? hair? No. Ear hair? No. And you know that's thank yeah. you Billy Crystal for bringing this up in City Slickers. Uh-huh. You know, the older I get, I'm getting hair where I don't want hair and I'm losing hair where I need hair. <laughs> that's the start of City Slickers. He turns 40 years old and he's having this whole problem and it's look, it, it's funny overnight I'll get one eyebrow hair that'll just be like boink and it's really long. Yeah. The weird thing, I mean, you probably won't have this this issue right now because your hair is very, very blonde or white, depending on, you know, mm-hmm. when. Mm-hmm. Uh, but every now and again, so, like, I have – I don't have dark facial hair, but it's got pigment, yeah. right? And it's just like uh, one will just grow, and it's just like I'm going to grow five inches overnight, and I'm going to be white. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and it's just like, hey, according to the Bible, that's a sign of leprosy. Oh, did great. you know that? I did not. The know long that. white. Yeah, it's a sign of wow. leprosy. Yeah. I'm, I'm dead. It, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did the leper say to the whore? I, I don't know. Keep the tip. Oh! We went there. Bye-bye! We went there. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> so if it makes you feel any better. My beard used to be the same color as yours, and then quickly went white. Uh huh. You know what was weird when you were dyeing it red? Yeah, the that, brawny paper that, towel guy. That was strange, man. Yeah, I won't that do was, that again. A no. lot of people had issue with it. Yeah. yeah, I got a couple pictures of that. Oh, there's pictures we'll, of we'll it. We'll post them on our uh, There's on pictures our, on our of Facebook. it. I mean, it was, look, I'm sick of looking like I'm 80 years old all the time. Let me go back to a different color. And I tried to do it myself, and I, I messed that all up pretty good. So I went to uh, Sergio. Shout out to Sergio. who's uh, Shout out Sergio. The only uh, Brazilian stylist that uh, touches Santa's beard. And... Sergio said, let me fix that. And he did. And we went dark. And we went dark red because red was the original color of my beard. Okay. And we went a little a little too dark for my skin tone. You know, and that, was, that was my call. Yeah. And uh, hey, look, I, I can't have a bad haircut these days. So I had a bad <laughs> beard color for a couple of months until it grew back out. So what are you going to do? Yeah, that'll happen. You know, what can you do? Maybe I'll dye it. I'll, I'll go jet black with it. What do you think? Jet black beard. Uh, that's the poll. That's right. the poll. Oh, my God. Can we let the listeners decide? Um, it is an election year, so this probably won't happen. But I'd love to hear what people think. Okay. Okay. Not 
black, not jet black, but like a nice natural darker. Okay. I think if it was like the color of this table, like a nice this beige. Is filthy. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not actually filthy. That's just the, the wood grain. So here's the question. <laughs> if someone offered you to take a half court shot. Okay. Half court basketball shot. And you made it and you made $10 million. Mm, impressive. $20 million. $100 million. But if you missed it, you go to prison for two years. Oh. Yeah. Would you take that shot? No. For $100 million? No. Really? No. Prison for one year. $100 million versus prison for one year. No. Really? Odds aren't in my favor. Would you take that shot? No. Why are you looking at me like I should? Because if I go to prison, I have a different uh, outlook than if you went to prison. <laughs> Explain. <laughs> I am more. Uh, I'm more of a teddy bear. <laughs> you think you're more susceptible to? I uh, think my prospects in prison are a lot greater than yours. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> yeah, I think you would be a lot more uh, in jeopardy in prison than I would. Yeah, is in, what you're saying. In, yeah. in butt jeopardy. We'll yeah. just put it out there. In, in my butt will be in jeopardy in prison. No, I, I don't think I would because the odds – I mean, even if a free throw and I had to spend a year in prison, I don't know as I'm taking that chance. I'm not that good of a free throw shooter, let alone a half court, which is totally by chance. Okay. If it was just a layup. Okay. And it was $1 million yeah. versus 10 years in prison. Okay. Would I, you take that? Yeah, I can make a layup any day. Why are you I, giving me that smile? I just think that we need to do a single layup contest. Where the odds are so heavily in my favor, like How that. How the odds be in your favor? Because if you're the one taking the layup, yeah. it's got to be like 100 to 1 odds that you miss it. It's more than that. I mean, a layup is something I've done for years and years and years and years and years. It's ingrained in my – it's like, can you pick up a baseball and throw it in the air more than 10 feet? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, of course I can. Uh-huh. So making a layup is nothing. If that much pressure is on no. this, the rest of your life in jail – if you miss this layup? Yeah, I miss the layup. There's no it's no contest. There's nobody looking to block me. There's no defender. Okay. Well, yeah, of course I'll make a layup. Yeah, you don't know that. But if you were to put me at the free throw line and do the same thing, that's a tough well, call. that's why I'm going like a free throw would be more be, like a, a I used to be a good free throw shooter. But that would be like a 1 to 1 type of odds. There. I was a decent free throw shooter. But that would be that would be closer odds. I'm talking about like something that there so is simple. 99.9% chance that you make it in. What if it's? What Would if you still take that odds? Because you, there is the chance of missing. There could be a gust of wind. You could slip. There's no gust of wind on a layup. You could slip. That's not going to happen. Yeah. So, so that's like uh, missing the point, Mo. You're missing the point of this conversation. Why do you get so angry? Entirely. Because there's always a chance. There's always a chance. There's always a chance. There's always a chance yeah. that you miss it. But that's a huge odds in my favor kind of thing. What if we? So you would play the odds say, game. What about you mm -hmm. pitching a strike to me? Million dollars. Ten years in jail. I mean, I can throw a strike. You have a pretty big strike all the, zone. All the pressure's on but you. All the pressure's on, so I'm going to go with no. I would not wow. take that. Yeah, no. it's, it's a lot of risk. No. It's a lot of risk. But the layup. So you're saying if something is an absolute sure thing, even though it might not be a sure thing, because anything can happen, yeah, you, yeah. Would, you, when, you would still take it. When odds are that high in your favor, you take the shot. When the odds are that high in your but favor. But the odds are the consequence of the odds beating you are, are that extreme, you would still take it? You know, I, I don't see why you shy away from that one. 
That one's just too easy. What if I gave you a dart? All you had to do was hit the board, but if you missed it, you get castrated. Wow. This is getting dark. Yeah. Um, Look, I got nothing else to talk about, and we got another 20 minutes no, left. So, <laughs> so all I have to do is hit the board. What if the, what if the dart hits the board and bounces off? No, it's got to stick. Yeah, I'm not taking that shot. It's got to stick. So that would be a no. Not if you're a good dart thrower. But as long as out. the tip just has to hit the board, yeah, I'm in. Just a tip. Okay. <laughs> Did you expect something different from me? Uh, I, st- I, I would expect you to still not go for the layup. 100 years in prison versus nothing, uh, nothing uh, if you make it. Yeah. I know. I, I, I versus understand Versus nothing if I make it. You said there was a million dollars on the table. Well, not anymore. <laughs> well, then I'm, why would I bother? There's 50, no reward. $50,000. Uh, Even for $50,000. I'd probably still take it. Really? Yeah. All right. You know, there's, it, there's no downside. I'm not going to miss a layup. Yeah. Uncontested. Now, you tell me I'm playing against someone, right? There's someone defending me, even if it's you. Um, I'm still going to say no because there's a defender. That that becomes a different equation. So even if I'm defending you? Yeah, it becomes a different equation All because right. who knows you do something stupid or I, I do something stupid. I get cocky or whatever it is, and I clang one off the rim, you know? All right. So uh, the moral of the story is uh, Mo is afraid to go one-on-one against Mike. So <laughs> let's uh, let's move into the uh, the end of the episode you here. You kick my ankle. We, we, we do a lot. I would bite your Achilles. It would be uh. great. Um, I'd call that baby from Pet Cemetery to come and slice it. <laughs> so let's uh, <laughs> let's let's wrap Good the callback. Sh- I like that. Shit gets extreme over here on the on the court. You're not um, we like to end every episode with a recommendation. Now, uh, typically it's been a Netflix thing. You yeah. know, we, we actually had good uh, good other recommendation, a Twitter account recommendation. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure that you are uh, you're a very visual guy. Um, I am not pleasingly to look at, Aww. but visual things you know, get you going. Um, what do you got? What have you been watching? First off, that was really mean. Yeah, there's no need to be mean. I just cut your Achilles you're podcast an, you're style. Angry man, you're an angry little elf. You yeah. really are. Yeah, and I'm Batman. <laughs> you know, uh, you and I talked about this the other day off the air, and I, I, I it was an odd conversation because we never talk about this, but. Um, I've been watching Graham Norton like it's my job. Yes. So it is tough to find. Now, those who don't know, Graham Norton does a chat show. He's an Irishman. He's an Irishman, yes. Yes. So Graham Graham Norton has a great show and brings on celebrities from all walks and, and has great interviews with these people. He's been on for decades. He has. We used to watch uh, his show. It was called So Graham Norton. Yep. It was on BBC and when yeah. I would watch BBC America, because, you know, I have an affinity for the English. Sure. So Graham Norton was great. Same exact show. And then eventually someone was like, in America, oh, I'm going to discover him. And well, no. He, it's, 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 there's it's, nothing uh, over here. It's not anywhere. It's just because of social media. It kept popping it in front of me. So now. Well, it's a much smaller world. The media world's a lot smaller. Yeah. We get more soccer yeah. in the U.S. than they do in England. Like it or not. It's yeah. it's it literally uh, sometimes impossible to find your match here in America. You can get every single one. So to that, yeah. So that point. it just kept coming up in my feed, and I'd watch. You know, and you get stuck in that. Everyone does this. You get stuck in watching videos on like YouTube or something. Though you'll get one, then two. Next thing you know, you've watched like ten of them, and you're like, "What am I doing with my day?" Yeah. Um, yeah. I purposely will go on to YouTube at night. Punch in Graham Norton and see if I can find full-length shows as opposed to watching a five-minute clip here and there. Uh, he has some of the most amazing guests, and 
uh, and Americans who open up a bit more yep. and have a little more fun on there. And they're I, great. I like his format, too, because it's not just one-on-one with a guest like no, American talk yeah. shows. It's like a panel of guests. Yeah, five and, guests and on the couch. And they're all going to be different types of people. And they all interact with each other, and they're all having a cocktail, yep. and they're just loose and relaxed and having fun. My favorite are when they have a Scottish person on that the <laughs> that the American cannot understand. Right, I love that. Yeah, that's happened a couple of times. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, great, it's a great McAvoy's show. McAvoy's a tough time. The, I think the all-time best one, the one that made me a huge fan of the show it made me go wow he's doing something different over here i should watch more of this no tell me will smith huh goes on the show okay and he's there with uh bradley cooper and heather graham oh that's a great and his and his son that's a great cat jaden's there right okay and this is uh before a star is born but it's, it's a good group of people and he said something about you know last time I was on your show we get a bunch of views so he did a he did a quick rap with his son which was really cool to see the two of them work together okay and he said you know I'm gonna take it up a step this time and this time I brought my my DJ Jazzy Jeff Ooh. and he goes over and DJ Jazzy Jeff starts so now they're doing uh, the you know parents just don't understand he's doing with his son Fresh Prince Fresh Prince oh doing. Parents just don't understand. With his son, which is awesome to see because he's now a parent. Then he's like, all right, Graham, so we're done? No, 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 no. He brings out another guest. Will brings out another guest. Alfonso Ribeiro comes walking out. What? And he does the Carlton. What? And just when you think all that's done, he goes one more and does, oh, my God, what's the name of the song? He brings Graham Norton over, Uh and they do the... The cowboy song, the cowboy, uh, God. Dun, 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 Yeah, dun, dun. he does that Jump with, on it. and Graham Jump Norton's dancing it. with Jump them, on it. which is hysterical. Dun, it's dun, worth a dun, watch. Dun, Look it up. It's dun, got like dun, 12 dun. million views. It's hysterical, and I went, wow, that, I need to see more of what this guy does. That's content. Amazing guest. That's Great. content. Yeah, oh, it's outstanding. So, That's content. Your turn. They recently, if you have the ESPN Plus or Disney Plus or any of that, you can get all of the 30 for 30 documentaries, which are absolutely amazing. Love Disney Plus. And even if you're not a sports fan, a lot of these 30 for 30 documentaries are great. So don't let me lose you if you're not a sports fan or not a basketball fan. Uh, There's one out there called For Better or Worse. Okay. Have you seen this? No. It's the life story of Dennis Rodman. Oh. It... And you know I've met Rodman. Is By the way, that's our little tie-in there. So have I. I've hung out with the guy. I sat next to him on a plane. For an entire football game, followed by a night okay. out at the bar. Everything's not about you. We're done. So Dennis Rodman. <laughs> I'm so sad. I just shared awesome content, me hanging out, stealing a cigar from Dennis Rodman. That's good stuff. You should you should save that for after. Or when we talk about Dennis I Rodman. I do the recommendation, and then we'll do it. All about you. You bring it. It's always all about you. You always say all about. I'm like, oh my god, I have the flu right now. You're like, oh, I just stubbed my toe. I hurt too. I'm Batman. Always about Batman. So for better or worse, Dennis Rodman. It's amazing. I didn't. I didn't realize how deep his life story went. I didn't realize that Dennis Rodman was five foot ten when he graduated high school. Yeah. I didn't realize that it's possible to have a 13-inch growth spurt over the course of one summer and go to junior college and dominate, and then all of a sudden you become the worm. Yeah. All this stuff. I didn't know where the nickname the worm came from. I've heard that I didn't know any of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, His whole family life, uh, his relationships with all of his coaches and players. It was just – it's it's such a great human story. 
happens to be a basketball player, but it's just a, a, a great human story. I think everyone just needs to watch it. And it's sad. There's some sad parts of that story, right? Yeah. It's. I mean, there's there's depression. There's yeah, yeah, there's parents issues. Yeah. There's uh, education issues. There's just human interaction issues and anxiety and just it 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 has highs and it has lows. Madonna's there. There's a bunch of stuff yeah. that you know. He wears a dress to a book signing. He, and he marries came out himself. So normal. And it's so normal. And it's it's just so. Uh, it's such an interesting story that I just want to recommend that. And it's really funny. Uh, I went to – remember that wedding I was telling you about that I went to in L.A. a few yeah. months back? Yeah, yeah, I was just talking to a friend of mine, and he goes, oh, just casually goes, oh, I was the art director on that movie. Oh, wow. Like, oh, oh, you don't say. That's cool. I was like, uh, how come I didn't know that? Oh, well, you know, they didn't put credits in that movie. How can you not put credits at the end of a film? Wow. Right? Thanks, Dennis. That was the credits. Thanks, Dennis. The end. Should I share my Dennis story with you with that? Yes. Go for it. So when I was in Orlando, we brought Dennis down for a uh, – it was the last game of the year. It was a playoff game. He came out to do the coin toss. Okay. And um, this is – it's going to be like five years ago. It was right It'll after. more than that, right? No. No, it probably is. Yeah, you're right. No, it's probably seven or eight years ago. Either way. So it was right after his comment – with his his trip to uh to North Korea is what this was right around that time, which is a great part of the film, by the way. So he's out there. There's a coin toss, and people are talking so much trash to him. They're yelling to him from the stands. They're all over him. Well, he just called Kim Jong Un a nice guy. Yeah, we were walking out, and he he turns to me. We're walking off the field. He turns to me, and he goes, "Why are they why are they yelling at me like that?" And I go, "You do you really not know? <laughs> Seriously, dude." <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> and and again, I'm straining my neck to look up at the guy. I'm not used to that. Was he six all. eight something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. six eight, six nine, somewhere yeah. in there. He's, he's a big dude, and um, he just didn't quite understand. He thought, and again, this very small talk conversation. But I could see the way he was talking. He didn't know what he did was. He couldn't understand why people didn't appreciate him going over there. He he legitimately had that look like. I'm just trying to do good things, and this yeah. guy was a basketball fan, and I, yeah, I'm just trying to make good relations. Yeah, and it's not. This isn't a spoiler. They they talk about this in the film, but it's very early on, so I'm okay saying it. I mean, they reveal he didn't have much of a childhood. Right. 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 Is it that same? I didn't have a childhood, so now I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to act like a child. It wasn't no, it wasn't malicious. Kind of it wasn't uh, like you know, screw you. Well, no, I don't think it it's was malicious. Just, he just had that look, like I don't understand why they don't get it. Yeah, that I was trying to be helpful. Yeah, in the same so, way that Michael Jackson didn't understand why people didn't uh, get okay. how he didn't have a childhood and right. just wanted to, you know, have fun. So we. Had, I'm letting that go. <laughs> we go up to the suite. I explain the game. I'm talking about the game with him. And he's asking me questions. Why is this? Why is this? Um, where do the players come from? Who's the coach? Now, the cool thing was the coach of that Orlando team was Doug Plank. Okay. Uh, Doug yep. Plank was – Chicago legend. Absolutely. Yep. Um, his jersey is still on the field. Every time you go to a Bears game, the Bear mascot wears Doug Plank's jersey because he's number – 46? 46. The 460 defense was named Is after that Doug it? Oh, Plank. there you go. It was okay. named after Doug Plank. Buddy See, Ryan. And you say I don't listen to you. Oh, well, you do. Um, Doug Plank, uh, it was funny. Buddy Ryan used to just name his defenses, different schemes, after a player who was key to that scheme. So he named the 4-6 after Doug. It wasn't necessarily because of Doug's prowess, but that became the greatest defense in the history of football. Okay. So I'm explaining some of this stuff to to Rodman, and he's just listening. And sometimes you don't think he's listening. He just keeps talking to you, and he's doing his thing. And um, 
And he goes, they win the game. Orlando wins. We're going to make the playoffs. That was the last game of the year. They beat New Orleans to make the playoffs. Great. I said, hey, you want to come down to the locker room and meet the guys? No, I'm good. <laughs> and I, I said, look, it would do them a lot of good to meet a champion like you. Okay. That's all it took. <laughs> That's all it took. So I bring him down. He goes in the locker room. The guys are going nuts at Dennis Robbins. Yeah. He remembered every bit of that conversation about what the players make and their love for the city. And wow. He didn't know who Doug Plank was, but sat there and told him, you've got a champion. This man that's showing you the way is a legend in Chicago. And everyone just he's like, and I know Chicago. I played in yeah, Chicago. Yeah, okay, sure, Dennis. He started playing the whole thing. He was brilliant. He just blew up Rodman's spot on this podcast. He was brilliant in the moment. And let me tell you, phones all came out. People are trying to take video of him. Yeah. And he said he was talking about guys who were making, you know, arena football guys make like 800 bucks a week, right? Uh, where, you know, NBA players or whoever it is, he starts going off. They he, make 800 bucks a minute. Yeah. So he was talking about uh, the city of Orlando and how important these guys were to the city of Orlando. Oh. He said, you guys make 800 bucks a week and this city loves you because you fight. And he dropped the F-bomb on Dwight Howard. Ah, because he left Orlando. Ah, that's and I was I, my eyes just got huge and I went. <gasps> he didn't say that. And I look around and every phone is up, <laughs> video and Rodman and the whole thing. So that's on YouTube. Um, I, I'm I don't know. I saw it once or twice afterwards, but I haven't uh, looked for it in years. I so. wonder. It's probably up on YouTube. I'm sure. I'm gonna look at it. It's an amazing gonna, speech. Now you weren't bearded back then. Uh, Would you? Were you small beard? Small okay. beard. Yeah. Not Fu Manchu. No. No. Small beard. Okay. Trimmed beard like like the length of yours. So you still recognize you. I don't think you'll see me much in there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But okay. Yeah. Um, that's but, a great. That's a great story. And then we went to the bar afterwards, and on the way to the bar, we're like, we lost Rodman. We got to the bar, we're like, where'd he go? Yeah. And next thing you know, his handler came in with him, and uh, he comes over. He's like, he had to stop for cigars. I said, he, okay, cool. Oh, oh. So he stopped for cigars. He hung out with us a little bit, and then needed a roped off area where he can sit by himself. Of course, yeah. And wait for certain ladies to come by that he would bring in and talk to. Yeah. Um. But I said, oh man, I'm like, I wish I'd known you were getting cigars to his handler. I'm like, I would have asked you to get me a cigar. He goes, here, have one of Dennis's. I said, really? <laughs> he won't mind? He goes, no, nah, he won't even notice. I said, okay. So I light up a cigar. We had won the big game. It was uh-huh. kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm talking to Rodman. He goes, is that my cigar? <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, your guy gave it to me. Thanks, man. Awesome of you. And he was so annoyed that I had one of his cigars. He bought 12 cigars. He was there for one night. He smoked. Wow. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying they sat in his mouth. He smoked. Full inhale. 12 cigars that night. Dang. And these weren't like little Macanudos. These were Oh, no, no, no. It's, full-on cigars. it's known that he, yo, wow. Unreal. That's crazy. Unreal. But yeah, that's my little Rodman one night story. That's way better than my uh, meeting Dennis Rodman story. Uh, what's yours? Uh, I was on a plane uh, from LA to Fort Lauderdale uh, on it's Virgin America. flight. A very long flight on Virgin America. Um, back then, I don't know if it's still the case, but so I had the status that I was first in line to upgrade to first class, and it was only an extra two hundred bucks. Okay, if there's a first class seat open, I will pay two hundred dollars yeah. for essentially one of the longest flights domestically you can take. Awesome. So I upgraded. I'm sitting in my seat. I'm sitting on this aisle seat. The worm sits down opposite me. I'm one C. Worms one B. All right. Right. Um, we chat a little bit. Uh, this and that. I obviously recognize him. Be like, oh, Dennis Rodman. Yeah, you're great. You're. And he was like, cool, man. Thanks. He wasn't like, uh, oh, okay, whatever. You know. Yeah. Um, probably within ninety minutes, he put down about seven or eight drinks, uh, and then he yeah. slept, and he stuck his feet like way out into the aisle, <laughs> so it was basically blocking the whole aisle. Right. And he started snoring after a little while. Yeah. 
And then we landed and he woke up and he was like, oh, we're here. I was like, all right, Dennis, take care. And he basically just looked at me and was just like, oh, where am I? Really? Like he didn't, I don't think oh, he, wow. he realized where he was. Wow. And um, and then after a second, he was just like, oh, wait, okay, I'm on an airplane. That's right. <laughs> uh, I remember what's happening here. Um, and then uh, he got into some limousine and, and left. Do you ever have that when you wake up and you're like, you're so deep, you don't need like, Groggy? Don't know what's going on? Not, you know, the only time it's really ever happened is when I'm not at my own place. Really? You know, like I'll, I'll wake up like either in a hotel or uh, the worst was, you know, in college waking up on a couch or a floor somewhere and being like, <laughs> where am I? And you always remember after a little bit. But, yeah, I've, I've had a little bit of that. I've had where you take a nap. Like you come home from work, you're just exhausted. You sit down on the couch and you, you don't even know you fell asleep and you wake up and you kind of go, what's going on? Like you didn't know you were out. You know, you ever have that? You never get that? Like I didn't know. No, silly, like I didn't know what <laughs> no. time. Of, I don't know what time of day it is. Is it morning? Is it night? Well, like did good. I sleep through? Like it's an odd thing. I don't know. Maybe our listeners can say they've had some odd sleep stories. Yeah, or maybe they won't even remember that they listened to this show. Ooh. 